It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now with today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled Starting Your Own Business. And I don't know if you are a newcomer or not, but that is primarily what we do on the Lisa Lewis Show. We have real talk. We talk about real events. When hopefully we are bringing you real value. And the focus of the show is predominantly for entrepreneurs, self-starters, um, people who just want more out of life, uh, business professionals, and those who have a traditional job. Um, I'm sure that there's something that you can glean from uh, the conversations that we have here. And hopefully... Um, <laughs> something that I'm saying is, is, is piquing an interest or solving a problem that you have, therefore having a solution to start a business. Okay. So I, <laughs> I had my notes up and then I kind of got distracted, uh, with those, but today I'm going to go over um, a plethora of businesses that I feel that you can start if you're looking for a startup. I was talking to a friend uh, just last night, and they were telling me that they are interested in starting uh, up a business. And so we went to talking about those different things that he has in order to do that. And so he, you know, I think one of those topic is topics is going to be in my notes that I have today. And so um, I guess I'll tell you about that story once I get to that particular topic. But there are um, many obstacles to starting your own business, and money isn't always one of them. Have you ever dreamed of starting your own business? What's holding you back? If the answer is not having enough money to get started, then here are some excellent ways that you can uh, start countless businesses with less than um, $100. People do many odd jobs to pay the bills, and no matter what your skills are, there are all the ways, um, there are ways, I'm sorry, to put them to work. It doesn't matter if you're a handyman or an online marketing expert, you can still make extra money on the side. So we're going to talk about different business ideas in order to get you started. You have over 100, but I'm sure we're not going to get through all of those today. First up, direct sales representative. Being a local sales representative for companies like Mary Kay and Pampered Chef requires you to spread the word about their products by hosting a party or selling them online. 
Most starter kits cost around $100 and provide you with everything you need to become a sales rep. I can attest to that because I have a lovely website and you can check it out at marykay.com forward slash Lisa Lewis and it is open um, on 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So go over there and if you love the skin that you're in, they have a plethora of beauty products as well as um, skincare lines for men and women and teens in order for you to pick from. But this is so true. My starter kit, I mean, I think the starter kit has been probably around, they went up a little more, but it used to be around $100 for over 30 years, I believe. And so I think it might be um, right at 100, 115. So, um, but it, it talks about on my website, how you can get started. So they'll have all of those answers for you. If you have any interest, just go on my website and uh, check it out. Uh, let's see, consulting. If you already have the knowledge and experience in a specific area, such as providing legal advice or showing uh, businesses how to become more eco-friendly, then you can easily start your own consulting agency. The main costs involved are marketing your business and networking. So invest in a website and business cards. Next on the list, I have Senior Home Companion. In 2016, there were more than 49 million people in the U.S. alone aged 65 years or older. That figure is expected to grow to around 98 million by 2060. Um, that means that there are a lot of seniors who are looking for someone to keep them company or families looking for advice on how to care for their loved ones. Um, I have a uh, someone in my family who does just that. They have a company and they outsource and they sit and be a companion for a senior citizen while their family has to work. Like if you have mom or dad with you or grandma or grandpa, and aunt or uncle with you and they need, you know, special care, um, then that is something that you might want to look into getting, um, you know, a home, getting a home companion in order to sit with them to you all go to, you know, get off from work, go to church and or, you know, shopping or a doctor's appointment that even you may have. And it wouldn't be kosher for them to sit and have to wait on you at the doctor's office. And you can get a home care companion for them um, as well. Next on the list is tutor. There are a lot of students who need assistance in every subject, ranging from elementary school to college. If you have this knowledge, then start your own tutoring service, which can be an appealing business idea that requires almost no capital. After all, the students already have the learning materials with them. So this is a good idea, too, with school starting back up. Uh, you may know someone in your child's class who, um, you know, who uh, needs tutoring, or you may know uh, a parent that has talked to you about tutoring. So if that is something that is up your alley, then you can, you know, charge accordingly, you know, whatever subject matters that they need, then you can negotiate that with the parents. And that could be a great side business. Also, it could be great for someone who is um, a student who's brilliant, who's in middle school or high school or even college. They could consider doing that 
two as a side gig while they're already in school and I can help pay for a couple of things because <laughs> we always need money uh, for our college students, right? I've been through that. Uh, next, freelancing. Whether you're a writer or web developer, freelancing can be a lucrative business idea that pretty much requires nothing more than your talent, laptop, and internet connection. Thanks to the numerous websites that post freelance gigs, you should have no problem starting out. Next up is vlog with YouTube. Since every laptop, tablet, and smartphone comes equipped with a built-in camera, anyone can start creating videos and posting them to YouTube. If you have knowledge you want to share or are just incredibly charismatic, then you can start profiting from your vlog through ads. That is so true. You know, when I'm looking to learn more things on a certain subject matter, that's one of the places that I go to. I go to YouTube and look for someone who has already been there, done that, and who's made a, a, a um, you know, um, a video about it, actually. Uh, that's what I've been researching now that I'm doing uh, Airbnbs is um, I am going on there to learn from the best of the best, the people who've been before me. And so this particular guy, Brian Page, he is an expert on how to Airbnb and how to scale that and arbitration of Airbnb. So I go on there and I listen to his podcast and then I take copious notes. <laughs> so um, just be prepared. You know, if you have 30 minutes out of your day, um, some of these are anywhere from 15 to an hour and 15 minutes perhaps. It just depends. See, I don't mind because I work from home anyway, so I don't mind sitting through a 30-minute or an hour podcast. Like when I'm driving, I will put it on, obviously, put my phone down, and I just listen to it. I don't look at it, obviously, but I listen to the podcast. That gets me through, um, you know, being stuck in traffic or at stoplights or um, stop signs or things like that. Also, when I'm headed to, you know, take my kids to school and when I'm leaving school, it depends. Probably when I'm leaving school, um, I ask him about his day. When he gets in the car, he wants to talk about what he did in school. Because when he gets home, it's like, don't bother him. He's on it in his own world. But um, when he gets jumped in the car, he does like to communicate with me what he's doing in school. So I probably won't have it on then. But anyway, I think you get the picture. Or when you're at the spa or when you're walking, jogging, cycling, walking the dog, whatever it is, you could be putting these, you know, put the podcast on and you could be listening and learning and gleaning from these different people. And so that's what I've been doing um, for the last couple of months with Brian Page. And he is uh, an expert on how to arbitrage uh, Airbnb. So if that's something that you're interested in or would like to get into or hear more about, then just go over to YouTube and type in Brian Page and he has a plethora of different um, videos about the subject matter. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to, I'll keep you all posted uh, on the journey of that because I'm looking forward to these saying that his students potentially make anywhere from 2000 to up to $10,000 a month by doing the, the program that he's teaching on, um, on Airbnb. And so, and also I just want to say kudos to Airbnb and Brian Chesky for uh, allowing um, 
people who are coming over from Afghanistan to be able to stay and uh, the Airbnbs, some of the Airbnbs, absolutely no charge to them. So that I think is, since we were on uh, the subject matter about Airbnbs, I seen it on the news last night. So I just wanted to give a shout out just in case you never know if you'll run across my podcast, but I think that is uh, such a great idea and uh, giving back is if that's what it's all about. I always say get sharing is caring. So stay tuned for more on the other side of the break to the Lisa Lear show. Nothing like a high-profile court case to grab our attention. My mother was a court reporter, and she would frequently share funny things that happened during a trial. An easygoing judge would often let off the pop and jays or repeat offenders. My mother would sometimes whisper to the judge, "He'll never learn if you keep letting him off." Once in a while, the judge would reconsider and order the pop and jay to the calaboose or jail. The court reporter records everything, including funny and embarrassing statements made by witnesses. Here's a statement made by a defendant accused of theft. Did you get a good look at my face when I took your purse? What's a word for the natural tendency to put your foot in your mouth? Dontopodology. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Toginet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled Starting Your Own Business. So let's delve into the list, shall we? Before this short commercial break, we left off with blog with YouTube. And I was just saying how I even use YouTube um, with the latest venture that I'm doing with um, uh, being a manager of an Airbnb. And hopefully I'm going to get more of those. I'd like to arbitrage that. So I've been listening to a gentleman by the name of Brian Page so flip over there to YouTube if that is something that you're concerned, um, that piques your interest, not concerned, but piques your interest. Also for hosts, it's a great um, 
um, thing to go over there and watch all of his different videos because it gives you insight on different things that you can do in order to be a great hostess. Like I'm on my way to becoming a super host on the on the uh, platform. And the way that you can do that is going over and beyond the expectation of your um, guests. And so one of the ways that I did that when I started, uh, when we put together this um, Airbnb back in March of this year, is of course we painted the whole thing and um, we put down the floors and uh, we have a posturepedic uh, queen size bed in there. And then we got a head post that's very nice. Um, and then that was from up in Kerrville, Texas. <laughs> we went out there and got that. And um, then we had uh, paintings and things like that from up in Kerrville. And then I ordered these two. I was like, okay, what is my accent color? What is my pow color? What You know, something that will wow them, awe them. And so I have been loving the color, you know, yellow is so, like I'm wearing yellow today, it's so refreshing. When you look at yellow, you think of airy, right? You think of brightness, sunny, uh, it's going to be a good day, you know, nothing can go, uh, everything's going to go your way. And so anyway, um, I have that color, that accent color in my home, it's like a, a mustard, if you will. Still in the yellow family, right? It's the mustard. And then for Mother's Day, I got these um, like arch gold um, roses that I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but they are from Venus et Fleur, F-L-E-U-R. And I the kids got me those for Mother's Day. And it's uh, roses that they smell good. Here, let me Oh, yeah. They still smell good, and um, they still have their aroma, and they last for a year. You have to go and check those out. So that's Venus at E-T-F-L-E-U-R.com. They are the best, and um, Paris Hilton swore by them, and then they were on the Housewives of Beverly Hills. So, of course, uh, when it was Mother's Day this year, I asked the children to get me those, and they did. So go over there and check out their website. They don't sponsor me yet. <laughs> but go check out their website, and you'll see all the different flowers that they have. I mean, you know, it's it's an investment, but they last. And I just, you know, I was like, oh, okay, let me sniff that. And they still have the aroma, and they still look good, too. So anyway, um, so back to what I was saying about um, the vlogging on, on YouTube is that and, and also, oh, no, the latest thing I was talking about was uh, being a, a super host. And so I was describing to you about the Airbnb. And so we put down the wood floors. We had the queen bed. We had the paintings in there. And then I was talking about the color, and um, in which I picked to be a wow color. And so we did two mustard uh, seatings in there, seats in there that can recline to single beds. We get those off of uh, the website somewhere, off of you know, online somewhere, but anyway, probably from Amazon, but, um, and then I started thinking, okay, Lisa, when you go to the Ritz Carlton or another, you know, the JW Marriott, 
resort and spa, you know, some of these four and five star chains, where, what is it that they have that maybe another chain wouldn't have like a, you know, a three or a below star, you know, one, two, three star uh, hotel wouldn't have um, that would say that they went above and beyond. Well, I love when I go into my suite that they have, you know, the ice there, and then they have the uh, water that you can get, you know, in the fridge. And uh, some people even go as far as to do chocolates and strawberries, but you've got to know your guests and make sure they're not allergic to these things or if it's kosher for their diet. Anyway, um, and then when you go in there, you have, what, the plush towels. You know, they're not, oh, the dry, the towel, you know, some towels almost feel like sandpaper <laughs> with your Oh, my goodness. So make sure you don't have those in there. Make sure they're the plush, uh, luscious towels. And I do white because white uh, reminds me of being crisp, clean, spa-like. And also you can tell uh, if there are spots, you can tell if they're dirty when they get dirty quicker because it's white. And so it's more transparent. Thereby you can get, you know, yourself a new set of towels. So anyway, and then some of them even have the slippers. I haven't went that far because of COVID and then different shoe sizes. I, I think I'm going to have to look into, probably go on Amazon and look into maybe, you know, and then I don't want them to be paper slippers. So what do you do? So I haven't done that yet. But, you know, when you go to Ritz, you do have the, you know, they do have the, where you can have your slippers. I don't have those yet. But I do have plush towels and also extra towels. And then I have a throw that they can, um, if they're just sitting on the sofas that I mentioned, the two seats that we put together, it looks like a settee. Uh, um, so anyway, if they're sitting just lounging or doing some work on their computer or watching TV, that they can just put up, you know, throw the throw over them in case they just want one. And then, of course, I have the comforter on the bed, the plush comforter and the great sheets. You know, you need to get a good thread count. I love a good thread count sheet. So, you know, that's anything um, to me, 700 or above, you know, 14, 15, you know, those are, are very nice. And so then we have, um, we purchased two plush velvet-like uh, robes. You know, you wouldn't think about those are usually not at, they're not, well, not usually, they're not at a one, two, three-star hotel. So you, we put those in the walk-in closet as well. And then we have a full-size um, ironing board. <laughs> my pet peeve is those little ironing boards. Oh, my God. I mean, I know for space and all of that, if you just, ha you know, don't have the space, but we have a little walk-in closet in this efficiency. So we put a, we hung a real life size um, um, ironing board in there. And then we have a real one to iron. And then also we have a little sweeper, you know, the where they don't have to bend over. You just hold it in your hand, the picker upper and the, and the, uh, um, what am I trying to say? <laughs> the broom, I'm sorry. And then it connects. So we left that, we have that in the closet too, because, you know, so the, the people that are staying at my place, they are, they usually stay, I've been getting people who stay like a month. Last people who moved out, they were there for like a month. And now I have someone in there 29 days. Uh, so that's a month. And so 
you know, they're bound to have something they want to sweep up because it's not like I go in there and do weekly cleans. I clean before they get there and then I clean when they leave for the next guest. So um, anyway, also we have the luggage cot in there. That way you can, you know, when you have your luggage, you can have something to put it on besides the bed, you know. And so we have that in there as well. And we have extra sheets. You know, it's just a one bedroom. So I tend to have a set of three sheets in there. Again, they usually stay a month. So I figure, you know, maybe people want to change their sheets at least once a week. So that, that about does it. I have a pair on the bed and then two extra pair in the closet. Also, something extra that you might want to do is have, um, you know, ear swabs in there. You might want to have um, cotton balls, uh, makeup remover, um, the the makeup remover wipes. Um, and also, we have a, we attach the makeup mirror to the wall where it magnifies and also has the magnifying glass on one side. So women who, you know, put on makeup or Things like that take care, do a facial regimen at night and in the morning. Also, we had the the mirror can be for men as well if you want to get a closer shave and you, you know, um, without pricking yourself. So we have that. And, of course, we have the lotions, um, the hair um, hair conditioner and shampoo. We have um, body wash and things like, of that nature. And another thing that I do that is probably, you know, hopefully above and beyond is on either side of the bed, we have coasters. So to remind them not to stain our nice, um, not to stain our nice uh, tables, but to put it on a coaster. And the reason I only have two is because the room, the efficiency is only set up for two adults. So one on either side. And then I put the day that they're coming, I put a Godiva chocolate on the coasters on each side. So that's to me going above and beyond by having Godiva in there. Everybody knows that that's a luxury chocolate. Um, and also we have uh, this week, what I did was I put in Starbucks. I used to have Folgers. I love Folgers. I used to have Folgers in there, but with COVID, you know, um, I worried about having an open container. So it came to me to go to, I had some Starbucks, uh, the single serving, it's 12 count, so hopefully she'll like that. So I put it had been open, so I put that out there. And um, so, you know, again, you don't usually see Godiva, plush, you know, plush robes uh, and um, a luggage cot, nor do you see Starbucks in the traditional hotel. So these are a mirror, a makeup mirror attached to the wall. So these are extra things and the swabs and different things that I told you about that we do to go above and beyond. Also, we have, you know, little cleaning products out there, Lysol, just to show that we are cognizant of the time that we're in and the extra cleaning that it, it, it entails. And then we have the Lysol spray in case they want to uh, spray down the knobs and things like that. So on the other side of this short commercial break, we'll come back and talk more about starting your own business. Stay tuned for more on the Lisa Lewis Show.
My name is Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to The Living Room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We are saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We are so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on Turbinet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled Starting Your Own Business. So let's delve in, shall we? Right before the break, I was talking about uh, the extra things that you can do um, if you are a host and like to be a super host for um, an Airbnb. And I left off talking about the different things that I do over and above in order to get to that super host status. So, you know, we provide all of the extra things, like I said, water, we have uh, the posturopedic bed, we have the, you know, the pins in there, we have curtains and, and you know, the, the, you know, all of the things that you do for window coverings, um, the shell, and then the, the and also we have um, the wood, uh, what are those called? <laughs> no, I can't even think about it, the shutters in there. And so, anyway, and then even though it's a, a little uh, um, efficiency, we also have a refrigerator, we have a microwave, we have a countertop, so that way if they go out and get pizza, they order pizza, or they bring back food, because we don't have a kitchenette in there, but we made it as much like a kitchenette as possible. The only reason I can't say it's a kitchenette is because it doesn't have a sink. That's the only reason. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out a way to do that, but we did make a counterboard, and it has the the cut the the block cutter on there, you know, for cutting, and um, we have a nice size microwave, a full size microwave, a mini fridge that we stock with water. I used to um, stock it with the mini sodas as well, the eight ounce cans of sodas, but these days oh, people are more into, you know, um, drinking healthy, uh, and so I just stock it now with water, and. Um, Okay, I, I think I was talking about the cleaning materials also. I have Lysol in case, in, you know, in case they want to wipe down or clean uh, or spray Lysol in there or spray the knobs, things like that. And then we have Lysol for spraying for, you know, if they want to clean the sink or toilet. Because like, like I said, we have longer stays. People who generally stay 21 days or, or, or for a month. 
Um, that's how it's been working out for our Airbnb. But anyway, just those extra things. And then we have a bench outside. We made a little um, uh, patio and um, a board patio. And then they, it has a bench out there where they can sit down in case they want to sit out back. The, um, because we have a big backyard in the back of the Airbnb. So if they want to sit out there, if they, you know, um, and take in, you know, and read a book or get a little vitamin D or look at the deer that is in the neighborhood, they can do that as well. So anyway, it's just a couple of things that we've done. And also my daughter, she picked up a lot of fabulous things for me um, with the Halloween coming up. She got a cute little um a sign that says uh, stay for a spell <laughs> uh, and so I thought it was pretty cute and then she has me she also got a tray where um, you can put uh, the other things that I was talking about uh, it's a it's a gold tray uh, for where you can put candles and you know your shampoos your hand wash uh, we talked about the ear uh, the ear swabs and the facial wipes so she got a tray for that so that was really neat and then some extra plush towels uh not towels but um throw pillows that you can put around so if you're start thinking of starting an airbnb or you have already begun um and you would like to swap some stories or get some pointers or if you'd like me to manage your airbnb then you can call me at 210-240-8845 you can also toss me a line at Lisa Lewis Company at gmail.com and we can discuss that. I'd love to do it if you are in, um, you know, uh, Texas. <laughs> if you're in the local area of Texas, <laughs> which is pretty huge. So, anyway, I love doing the Airbnb. So, that's my latest gig that I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm trying to work my way up to seven, at least seven uh, gigs, people. <laughs> Don't ask me how I do it, and I'll one day I'll have to write a book about it. Okay, next up is auto repair and detailing. If you have a garage, tools, and knowledge, then why not start your own auto repair shop? Even if you don't have a garage, you could start a mobile auto repair business where you go to the broken down vehicle. If you like the idea of working with vehicles but you aren't a mechanic, then consider washing and detailing cars. I had a former colleague who did this on the side, and eventually he was able to make this into a full-time gig through word-of-mouth recommendations at work. Also, my um, one of my brothers, he is he works on cars, he's a mechanic, and he also provides um, uh, detailing and washing of cars, and he's been doing that for at least, I want to say, 35 years. <laughs> so... Um, and he's in his early 50s. So, I mean, it's a great income if that is something that you like doing. You know, you like working with your hands. You like getting out there and, tell, you know, um, helping people to make sure that they have a safe vehicle and or truck on the road. Um, also, with the detailing, I was telling my friend earlier when I was talking to you all about a friend who wanted to start a business. Now I can get into this. I said, okay, we went down the list. You already have a truck, right? Good. So that's your work truck. And then I thought we we went through at least three to five businesses that he can do because he has that truck. And so um, I said, okay, so you have the truck. 
so you can do lawn care. He's like, yeah, I love getting out there, cutting yards, being out there in the sun and, and having my own thoughts and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, you could do lawn service and, and tree cutting, you know, shrubbery or planting trees for people during, um, I'm sure, from spring th- through fall. And um, so we thought of that business. And then we thought, okay, how about pressure washing, uh, where you can pressure wash uh buildings, people's homes, sidewalks, things of that nature. And so I said, okay, so that's that. And then we thought of mobile detailing. And I said, with a trailer on the back of your truck, all you have to do is get that, you know, that tank of water, however you work that out, go to the people who professionally do that and see if that's something that you can do. So now we just thought from having a truck, he can do lawn care, he can do power washing, he can do mobile detailing. And so uh, you see where I'm going with this. So uh, that's what made me um, think of that. And also he does teeter around with, he knows how to do different things on cars that his dad taught him. And so, so if he throws mechanics, see, that's four jobs right there. So being a mechanic, lawn service, power washing, and mobile detailing that can come from his work truck and having a trailer with the uh, different um, uh, essential products that you're going to need in order to make that gig happen. So next, sharing uh, economy uh, rentals. Thanks to the sharing economy, more and more people are opting to rent items instead of purchasing them. You can rent out things ranging from your parking space to your furniture. Start, uh, try starting with a niche and slowly working your way up. For example, you could start renting out yard equipment like rakes, shovels, or leaf blowers. If you don't already own them, you can purchase them for less than $100 and rent them out. That is so interesting. So that kind of ties into what I was talking about. So see, that could be his fifth gig. When he's not using his yard equipment, he can rent it out to other fellow um, workers who maybe don't have, they're starting up their lawn service too or whatever, and they don't have the different equipment that it will take to do a certain job. So just rent it out. If you have a tree cutter or something like that, and you know of a pal who doesn't have one, say, hey, buddy, you know, instead of going out spending $400, this tree cutter, I already have one, then I can let you hold it or rent it for the day. And you can charge $75 a day or whatever it is that you want to do. And then just think of it. If he needs it for two days for a tree cutting, because usually, you know, just say it's a two-day job, then that's $150. And in no time, you'll have paid for that $400 tree cutter or however much they cost. So that is the fifth gig that we got, see, right out of having your truck and being ready to go and able to do these different um, services. Next up, managing web design. There are countless sites out there that teach you basic web design. Learn a new skill today. Even if you aren't a web designer, you could find a designer affordably and still charge less than professional web design firms. The key uh, here is managing the process. Most businesses don't want to do this and are willing to pay. Next up, handyman. So, now we thought of the sixth thing. <laughs> That's what it was. I talked about t- telling him you could be a handyman, you know, so that therefore, again, you have the truck, you have the utensils or the tools already on there. So you can do simple things such as or 
you know, more intricate things. I mean, I think some handyman men even know about electricity and plumbing. So I don't know, you know, I'm sure you have to go to school and have, um, you know, your proper paperwork for that. But if you are a local handyman and you want to keep it more simple, you can um, advertise that along with lawn service. They all while I'm there, if you need, you know, me to do a, like paint the front door or hang a door, or um, you know, if you need to change out some locks, or if you need to change out hardware on cabinets, uh, you know, if you have to, um, you know, tighten the hardware that are already on pre-existing cabinets, things like that. Cause I know with mine, with the hinges, sometimes it would open them up and down, you know, <laughs> that they, it, you know, it can come loosen. And um, so I know right now I have two or three in the kitchen that I need to have tightened, but things like that. If they need to varnish the wood, if you have some wood scratchings or something and they just need to varnish that, um, if you need them to do, you know, I don't know what else handymen do, but, you know, if you need to look under the sink and toggle with that, the tub or, or whatever, the toilet, whatever that is. So uh, just by having that one truck, we've thought of, you know, six different, you see where I'm going with this? We've thought of six different businesses, right? Lawn care, power washing, um, mobile detailing. Renting out your um, renting out your lawn equipment. Um, what else did we say? Being a um, we just thought of being a um, handyman. So that's five, and I'm sure I'm forgetting one. <laughs> also, if you want to do housekeeping, um, if you want to clean um, maybe offices, if a man wants to do that, clean an office building, he can do that. Or if he get on a, in a group with these Airbnbs, you can find out who needs you to go over and clean an Airbnb. Maybe if their local person went on vacation or fell ill, then you could fill in the gap for that. You see that there's all kinds of things that you can do when you have a work truck and have the, uh, the ability to make money um, and do more than one thing. So stay tuned for more of the Lisa Solutions after this short commercial break. notice you buy more groceries when you use a large shopping cart. The shopping cart, or trolley as it was originally called, was invented in 1937 by Sylvan Goldman, owner of two Oklahoma City grocery stores. Back then, shoppers carried their food in wicker baskets. One day, Goldman was observing his customers and realized that as soon as their baskets were full or too heavy on their arm, people stopped shopping. Goldman thought if we could somehow give customers two baskets, we could do considerably more business. What's another word for a resourceful person? A debrouillard. Goldman put wheels on some folding chairs, attached two baskets to the seat, and let the back of the chair act as a handle so the cart could be pushed with one hand. What do you call anything that can be manipulated with one hand? A thumbadoodle. It's marching and we're working. 
I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Do you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to the living room, a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Today is Thankful Thursday here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. We're so very thankful to have you join us each and every Thursday exclusively on TogiNet Radio. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic for this downloadable Apple podcast is titled Starting Your Own Business. So let's delve in, shall we? Um, The next 13 minutes or so that we have together, uh, I will move from Airbnb, which I love talking about. I I think I'm going to do a show just about that uh, on its own. And also, we were talking about the many ways that you can have um, a business just from having and owning a work truck. So that is super exciting. Next on the list is menu planning. Plenty of people are indecisive for when it comes to their food. That's why they're willing to hire someone to help them plan out their meals. This is a low-cost idea for anyone who enjoys working with food but doesn't have the resources to prepare and serve it. That's another thing that we were talking about the other day with with my friend when we were trying to conjure up different ideas That because he wants to start his own business. Is I looked up uh, like a food truck, but not per se the the whole food truck. You could do a trailer, right? Uh, again, here we are with the pickup truck. So this is about the sixth or seventh, eighth job that we talked about that where you can use your truck. And so um, there are all types of even an eight by ten, eight by six, whatever. There are different types of trailers that you can have even custom made for you or ones that people are selling. It's not a food truck, but it's a trailer. It's a food trailer. And then you just attach it, hook it up to your truck and get going. And so this is wonderful, especially perhaps if you have an RV, if you're doing that in this time of life, or if you are fortunate enough, the kiddos are out of the home and you are on the road and you can travel as much as you'd like. If you want to go, um, see some family members, you can hitch that on. And then once you get to where you're going, whatever they like to serve in those neck of the woods, maybe you could stop that up and do that at like a trade show. Or you could go to the farmer's market or, you know, um, maybe go to a local gas station and talk to the owner and make sure that, hey, on, you know, Thursday nights or Thursday through Sunday, you know, can we park here and sell da-da-da-da-da and just agree to a lot fee uh, for being on their premises? Because usually a lot of times when you go to the gas station, you are 
you could be parched or, or hungry, right? So that's why they you go in the store, they have all those goodies in there, usually soda, pops, and different things that you don't need, but you'll pick up because, oh, I got another 30 minutes before I get home, and then I got to start food, dinner, so dinner might not be served for another two to two and a half hours after you get out of work, right? So in the meantime, you know, you stop to get gas or whatever, and then you see that truck and you might go over inquisitive, especially if they had something, you know, like, you know, nachos or something or tacos. And we thought about it. We said, okay, like in these neck of the woods, what would be great in Texas to to do if you're not going to do barbecue, brisket or something like that. But another thing that usually everybody universal will eat is Mexican food. So things like tacos, burritos, nacho chips, something like that. And then you could have the Mexican sodas and things like that. And then water, of course. And then I told him chips and, you know, maybe some jar pickles or, you know, eggs or something like that. And then just, you know, there, there's an idea. There's something that you can do. And then if you want to flip it and if you like barbecue, then, of course, you know, we love our brisket. Um, you know, maybe you want to do sausage, smoke smoked turkey, something like along those lines and have pinto beans, barracha beans, or, you know, uh, potato salad, egg salad, and some type of, some type of beans on the side would be good. Baked beans, whatever it is. And then usually you just have loaves of bread and give the person one or two loaves of bread. And, and a lot of people, um, they slice up, uh, uh, slice up onions and then they put pickles on there. So there's something on the side, or you could, or you could do, if you want to do something more tropical, you could do tomatoes and cucumbers, something like that. So yeah, so or just do a salad because salad is usually low budget, right? It's a low cost, so you could do salad, either just traditional salad, um, or you could do uh, offer Caesar salad, and those could be prepackaged and chilled. So it just depends. But those are just some of the different ideas that me and my friend were talking about because he wanted to get in for a little, you know, uh, you know, you know, for I, I hate to say low cost because some of these trailers, when I looked them up, they started at they were as low as um, I think 10 or $15,000. I don't want to say that little cost because, you know, that that's a lot of money. And so anyway, but and then the trailers could go up to, I've seen some that were $60,000. I mean, these things were decked out. So it just depends on, you know, what your budget allows. But I thought that that was a really neat idea, especially if you love to prepare and cook things. Next up is house sitter and pet sitter. Uh, this idea essentially requires no no initial investment. You can start asking your family, friends, and neighbors if they need someone to wash their home or pet when they go out of town. And of course, we thought about we talked about lawn care earlier. If you have a green thumb, enjoy being outside and have the tools to get started, like a lawnmower, weed whacker, or chainsaw. Then this is a no-brainer of a business idea. The only main cost is advertising and marketing your business. Also, one of the things that never goes out of style for me as far as advertising and marketing is when you have those signs on your um, either a wrap or if you have get those signs on your truck or car. And I know a lot of times when I'm sitting at the stop sign and I think, oh, my God, since I am in real estate, I try to get up a lot of names of lawn care service, electrical people, plumbers, you know, um, 
contractors. And so when I'm sitting there and I see these trucks uh, with their signs, I take out my phone and of course I take a picture because I'm building up a list. That way I can have two or three references for people when they ask me about, do you have someone? And so that that is a good form of advertisement. It does work because I even take out my, um, like I said, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'll, and then I just add them to my list. And then I will tell people, look, I haven't personally used them, but you know, check them out for yourself and they just might work for you. You just never know. Let's see. Um, what else? Green cleaning. Cleaning services are a dime a dozen. You can stand out from the competition by offering a green cleaning service that uses eco-friendly and natural products. You may even be able to make some of them yourself and sell them for extra cash. That is a great thing also, especially, again, with Airbnb, things like that. You can always offer that. Say, I do green cleaning. I have a, you know, I have these six steps or whatever. And um, some people may hire you just because of uh, the eco-friendly and natural products that you are using. Grocery delivery. Some major grocery stores offer delivery services, but not all of them. There's a chance your local supermarket doesn't either. That's when you can charge customers to have you go to the store for them and then deliver groceries to their homes. Again, having a truck would be wonderful because then you can do, you know, the whole community or the whole area <laughs> Let them know, you know, on Tuesdays or whatever. Oh, whenever you're doing that, I'm going to the store, blah, blah, blah. What do you need? And then that could be great, especially the truck could come in handy if people need stuff from the local uh, lumber yard. Then you can go and pick up their wood or their supplies or their plants or their the sand, rocks, whatever it is they need. So, again, if you have that truck, guys, um, then you'll be able to um, you'll be able to accommodate more businesses that you can inside hustles that you can do on the side. On my list, I have personal concierge. A personal concierge takes care of everything from taking clients to the airport, bringing the dog to the vet, or managing schedules. It's essentially being someone's personal assistant. I love, love, love that. I love getting help and delegating help as well. So, of course, um, as I mentioned, I was not going to get through all of the lists, but hopefully this gives you a plethora of different ideas and things that you can do in order to um, set yourself up for success, in order to start a business. Hopefully it's something that you like doing. Um, also, another thing we talked about was window cleaning. So, see, again, with that truck, guys, window cleaning is something you can do. It is uh, many people's least favorite household chore, and a window cleaning service doesn't require much capital to become profitable. So just make sure you're sturdy on those ladders, guys, and get yourself insured. But that's another one that we talked about, and again, with that trust that you'd be able to do. So there's just so many things you can do um, if you just have the right uh, mindset, of course the skill set and that you're teachable and that you're willing to learn because you can be self-taught as well as uh, university educated. So it just depends, um, you know, again, going on uh, YouTube, going to Barnes and Noble or wherever you like to pick up your best book, your, your books at uh, and going there researching, going to the library, library books are free. 
um, you know, just researching and making sure that you are sugar sharp to do whatever business it is that you want to do, because, you know, it just takes, it starts with the thought, right? The imagination and having the right mindset in order to be an entrepreneur. So hopefully um, that's what we uh, are here for. And hopefully the podcast that you listen to helps you to um, become a better business professional. That's why, you know, that's my hope and prayer for you all. So I thank you so much for joining me today. This hour has went by so fast, and I just look forward to being with you all each and every Thursday. Don't forget to go over to Apple Podcasts and search the Lisa Lewis Show and download all of the available podcasts. I have to get around to pushing more of those out there for you. And if you ever have any ideas or would like to be a part of the Lisa Lewis Show or be a sponsor, just give me a call at 210-240-8845. Also, you can talk to me along by writing to Lisa Lewis Company at gmail.com. And it is always, when it's Thursday, it is always a thankful Thursday around here. And I want to just send out kudos to the guy that makes me look good and sound even better on the radio. And that is my phenomenal um, producer, Ben Hollander. So thank you so much for that. And remember, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. Bye for now. Remember, if it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our 